0: Welcome to the Painters Podcast, proudly sponsored by Aussie Painters Network and Painters Training. In our podcast, we're interviewing real people on real jobs, as well as specialists within their areas of business to give you ideas to help you grow your business and make it more profitable. All information within this podcast is of general information, and you should seek independent professional advice about your own specific situation. Having 30 years of painting industry experience from running his own painting business, the editor of the Aussie Painting Contractor Magazine, to now mentoring painting business owners and training apprentices, I'd like to introduce your host, Nigel Gorman. Hey, mate. How are
1: you today? Great, Glenn. Yourself?
0: Not bad, mate. I'm, I'm on the road today. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, well, you know, I got you on the hands-free, the marbles of um, modern technology.
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm sitting in my office, so just you know, doing what I do, not much, <laughs> from what everyone tells me. You know, all I do is sit on the phone and talk to people. You know, I had a chat to to all the people coming uh, on Thursday, so that's pretty exciting. So oh, with, perfect with the program. So um, yeah, that, that's you know, looking forward to it. There are still a couple of couple of seats available, people. If you you know, still thinking about coming. So it is Thursday. Go and have a look. You'll find it, you know, that we've put it out there, um, links on Facebook and whatnot. So see how you go. But anyway, um, thanks again for joining me, Glenn. Let's let's look. Let's get on today, start talking about planning and goal setting and the importance behind that on, on the directions of where you go. And I know certainly with you, um, you've done a lot of that sort of stuff you know in your painting painting career um you know from where everything was sort of a bit haywire 6 or 7 years ago to today you know setting some targets setting some goals planning and working out how to do it and how to get there so tell us what, what tell us how you went and what you did well um i think um
0: you know you hear a lot of this in in um all these business coaches and all these, these people and they talk about mindset and goal setting and stuff like that. And, you know, you hear a lot of it, even in uh, kids sports, you know, like you got to have a goal, you got to have this, you got to have a, a target and, that. and it's, it's very, it's a very convoluted message Yep, because, you know, you don't, you don't always understand what that means, you know, like, Oh, I have a goal, have a goal. And it's almost turned into this, um, this dicky notion that Tony Robbins would say, you know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, when, when my understanding of it is might maybe a little bit different to what others do, but you know, it's not all that difficult. Um, because you know, as you start on your journey to start formulating goals and targets and, and, and planning and strategic planning, what ends up happening is it starts to become more complex. Um, you know, you start thinking, oh, you know, this year I want to do this and, and I want to have four holidays this year or whatever. It, yep. Then it starts to be like, okay, so when am I going to have those holidays? Is it going to be at this time, that time, this time? And, and then it's like, how do I get to that? Like, how am I going to, you know, make sure that, you know, the builders don't ring me up when I'm having my long weekend and abuse the Christ out of me on a, on a Saturday afternoon because the scaffold's not down or something like that. Exactly. Um, and, and I think it, it is a bit of a process to get to that point where um, you start to understand the power of, of uh, uh, planning and strategic thinking and working toward it because once you can start to understand where the goalposts are that you've set, it becomes a lot easier because, you know, part of it is understanding what why are
1: you doing this. Oh, 100%. Well, that's, I mean, that's the same with everyone. It doesn't matter whether it's a, it's a painting business or any sort of business or even in your personal life. You know, it's a matter of of taking those steps. Like you say, you know, planning, you know, what you want to do, whether it, like you said, like holidays and things like that. The problem is that most business owners don't think that way. They don't think ahead. They um, They're too busy chasing the dollar to actually say, hey, I need to take a break. You know, your staff, your employees, they all get four weeks a year off. They plan what they're going to do. They set their goals. Um, But most business owners don't. They don't say, okay, I'm taking four weeks off. Oh, how can you take four? You can't afford. How can you do four weeks off? Or it's too busy, like you said, the builder ringing you and those sorts of things. But you have to find those times. You have to make those times. You have to say, yeah, I'm taking a day off or I'm taking a a week off or whatever it is and set the goals and plan around that, um, you know, kids' sports, you know, all my kids' sports days, I make sure I attend those, you know, because they're the important things to me, you know, so I plan around them, I work around them. If I need to take the day off going to work, I'll take the day off going to work and make sure that I've put systems in place that I don't have to answer the phone. But most mm-hmm. people don't think of those types of things. You know, it's just, I've got to get the dollar, I've got to get the dollar, I've got to get the dollar. And it'll well,
0: come. Like, don't get me wrong, like, you know, if if your motivation – and it, well, when you're planning and, like, you know, th- this word strategic planning and goal setting, like, it all means the same thing. Like, yeah. you know, realistically, it's all the same shit. Yep. Um, you know, so it's almost as if, okay, so – why am I doing this okay so I have to determine my why like am I going out robbing 20 banks over the next year to pay for my daughter's heart surgery or am I going to you know even if you're going to go rob a bank you have to understand your motivations you know yep. why
1: you have to plan so,
0: yeah so you, you understand your motivations I'm a drug addict and I need drugs okay great now I've got to steal some money <laughs>
1: yeah pretty much you is know, I, you know, <laughs> unfortunately um, most of those guys don't really actually plan it through and think it through when they uh no. end up getting caught so no yeah. no, no that,
0: that's an afterthought right so yeah you know so if you think of it in that context it's like okay so i'm undertaking this business venture it wouldn't matter if i'm painting houses or i'm mowing lawns or i'm you know running a consulting business it's it's everything's the same what's my motivations and what's my reasoning behind it and you know a lot of the time when when you boil it down you know if you put salt in in in, in, a, in a pot and you boil that down you'll end up with the essence of what's left and and, and it condenses and what is the the condensed uh, condensed version of your why and if that is uh, to feed your family and provide a lifestyle for them, and have a you know your missus has a hundred thousand dollar car to get around in, I don't know whatever your reasoning is, Yep. Then, then that then that then becomes the reason why you get out of bed in the morning, and that's the reasoning behind uh, going through the fire. You know, because you know my wife's counting on me, my children are counting on me. You know, the so on and so forth. You know. Um, but not everybody has those motivations. No, that's right. And, um, you know, some people's. You know, like Mother Teresa. You know, like, um, you know, what's what was her motivation to go out and dedicate her life to helping people? You know, like, it was her motivation to be graced by God to say that you know, when I die, that I will be walking amongst Him. Like, I, I don't know, but. You know, yeah. everybody everybody has a, a reasoning and their why behind that why they do it. And and that's part of the, the fundamental thing when planning and strategizing because that why is going to be able to get you up and push you through the fire because, man, like in, in all businesses, there's fire every day. Um, yep. You know, some days are better than others, but there's, there's a lot. Business is... is highest highs and the lowest lows
1: oh, 100%. And,
0: and that planning and that goal structure and that and that strategic thinking basically that that gives you the times to, to think and to plan and to basically have a north star um, because when I what I remember was when I was doing new construction I had no direction all yep. I knew was get more builders more guys Get through the jobs by a certain day, so that way the Sparky could fit off, and I wouldn't be like absolutely destroyed financially by having ten different trades fitting off in the house. Whilst we're rolling finish coat on walls.
1: Yep, <laughs> that's <good. laughs> and that's and and I think that you, oh, I'd say ninety percent, if not more, of the guys out there working in that new construction would be exactly the same. You know, oh. because they they haven't forward planned. They haven't thought. They're just looking at the next job. Have to get this finished in next amount of time to make the money. Like you you said earlier about the builders ringing you on Sunday because or Friday because you haven't finished with the scaff and when's it coming down and all those other those other things. You know that um, affect you know your bottom line at the end of the day. But also there is no planning. You just have to. You are surviving and living via. A builder's plan, someone else's plan of when you can get in there and when you can get out. You know, as we know, the majority of the time, you'll plan to get in there on Monday, but you turn up on the Monday and they're realistically not ready till Wednesday. But you've still got to have it finished by the following Friday. You know, so, Yeah. yeah, in that type of structure, it certainly makes it very, very difficult in your planning stage.
0: You know, of running so, a business. And one of the, the biggest things is, um, the, you know, with every choice you make there's, you know, everyone knows. Like with choice comes um, consequences. Yep. You know, children learn this when they're young, you know, uh, cause and effect. You, you got a hot stove, you touch the hot stove, you're going to get burnt. Yep. Um, even Forrest Gump knows that. <laughs> and, and the thing is is you know if if like this week is uh today's tuesday so tomorrow's in queensland it's it's the eka holiday e- the eka is like a an exhibition like the sydney easter show right yep. and um you know it's a public holiday now, well it's only
1: in in brisbane
0: yeah well you know I, I i'm in you know my business is based in brisbane so we're yeah. having the day off yeah but um the thing is, is like, you know, how many other painters and trades and that are going to be working on the on the public holiday? Like, it's a public holiday.
1: Majority, you'll you know, find. I'd be surprised if there's any any new home builders that are taking the day off. The repainters, potentially, you know, because the other people are home, the homeowners are home. Um, you know, with it being a public holiday. But as far as the new work builders, I'd be surprised, the new work painters, I'd be surprised if they're taking the day off.
0: Well, and, and the reason why they're not taking the day off, I don't think it's because of uh, finances. I, I honestly, you know, with some of these bloody advertised rates that I see on Bloody Seek and the way that guys carry on on, on the Facebook, it's certainly not because of how much they're being bloody paid. No. that way. No. Um You're telling me if you're making forty bucks an hour, you can't, you can't have a day off every, you know, once in a blue moon. Like get out of here. Um, So, you know, um, so the reality is, is it's it's not because of financial pressure. It's just because of, of induced pressure into the into the into the the system. Yep, and that's primarily due to the fact that they're not working to their own plan. Um, you know, uh. I'm a big UFC plant, and, uh, you know, there's a, a, well, there was at least a fighter called a Khabib and um, he would always say father's plan, father's plan because he was Russian. Yep. And, um, you know, so, and, and so when you look at it, it's like this guy, like from the age of six has been like wrestling bears and all the rest of it. And it's like, this is father's plan to turn him into an absolute savage.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and, and so even, even in, in uh, sports and things like that, these people have rigorous and routine schedules and plans in order to, okay, I need to increase my maximum, you know, bench press by this much, by, by this time. And then they create a plan of attack in order to do that. Um, and, and then they work toward that plan with scheduled discipline in order to make that happen. So, and in, in business, I believe that, um, there's not enough talk around or discussion around, you know, effective strategizing of outcomes and um, sequential planning to achieve those outcomes. Um, And I I see it firsthand, you know, now we're in a position in our business where we're hiring management staff where they have to manage others. Um, And some of these, uh, you know, resumes and some of these people that I interview that, yeah, yeah, I've run a contracting business, I've done this, I've done that, but they've got no comprehension of of time management, calendar management and or, you know, adult-related discipline, routine habits that form success in in the management space. Um, And, you know, you simply can't manage things without effective time management for starters and without goals and, and targets. It's not possible um because if you think of a manager what's a manager's role a manager's role is to essentially manage the technicians to achieve an outcome yep and if the manager isn't clear on what you know the target is or how to reach the target it's almost like we're just pissing in the wind um you know we're we're putting and gapping for the sake of putting and gapping we're masking for the sake of masking we're spraying for the sake of uh, spraying but we don't have a dedicated outcome to reach
1: yeah well um, i mean that's that's where like you said with the managers they need to have that full understanding of the 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 processes and the planning that's gone into place to get that end result for the job well absolutely like
0: um that also comes down to uh, planning of financial numbers, planning yeah. of financial
1: budgets. Like well, you know, that then also goes back to you quoting and estimating and understanding <laughs> businesses. So we keep going, you know. So it is a it is a cycle. You know, you need to, to you need to understand. You almost need to know what your end goal is to work back to start at the beginning. So you so, need to set that plan in place and say you know right across the board from your quoting right through to the the end of your end result
0: yeah a 100% absolutely and um you know i call it back engineering yep uh you know you can back engineer something and you can forward engineer something so th- what i mean by that is um all right so i'm going to do and i and i know i don't have the ability to uh to type things out so i'm just going
1: to bring up my calculator here okay so yep
0: Let's just say I gather you've pulled were, over on
1: the side of the road.
0: Yeah, no, I pulled over on the side of the road. Yeah. Good. Um, <laughs> so you know, let's just say you want to you wanna reach, you know, let's just say six hundred thousand dollars worth of sales this yep. year, right? Which, you know, you know, for some people they're only doing hundred grand or, or whatever. Yeah. So that, that is that is a massive milestone. Six hundred grand, that's multi six figures. That's that's a decent sized business. Yep. Um, so if we said six hundred thousand, how do I reach six hundred thousand? It's like, well, all right, let's let's look at the math. Let's back engineer this, right? Yep. So then we can say, okay, well, how many quotes do I need to do? Okay, well then we can work out how many quotes I need to do in a month. So let's just say I bring in five quotes a week, so that's uh, you know four, uh, twenty quotes a month. That's two hundred quotes. Uh, two hundred. Let's just say two hundred and twenty quotes a year because we have four weeks off right yep. if we said 200 quotes a year that allows for like one bad month which isn't you know a bad month can strike at any time yep. so if we said you know 200 quotes a year we divide that by 10% so that gives us 21 uh jobs that we've won but then we might say that we want to win at a 30% clip so for every 10 jobs we see we only win three okay yep. so that means that we win 60 jobs over the course of the year. So then the question is, how much are these jobs worth? You know, is the average job size 10 grand? Is the average job size 15 grand? Is the average job size, you know, uh, five five grand? grand? (laughs) So it really depends on the market that you're in, okay? And so, you know, everybody's different, but the way that you get your average job size is you can go back through the last six months or 12 months or however much data you have and go well i've I done this job and i've done that job and then you can divide the total number of jobs by the total amount of revenue yep. for that period
1: and most should have that in their accounting systems if they're using zero mile or any of those types of things so that should be easy to easy to find that's right so you know the best way of
0: forward engineering something is to understand where you're at so if, if i'm you know, overweight and I've never gone to the gym in, in years and I go to the gym or I have to understand what I can actually lift and if it's only 10 kilo, then it's only 10 kilo. I have to start somewhere. Yeah. So, so just in the same way that a personal trainer gets your measurements and understands what your max bench rep is or what your max this is and what your max that is, you have to do that for some of your critical business numbers. And so in this example, let's just say our average job size was eight grand. Yep. So if we said we wanted to turn over six hundred thousand in a year, we had sixty jobs times eight thousand dollars. So that's four hundred
1: and sixty thousand. I've
0: got to find a few more jobs. So I've got to get more more than five quotes a week over ten months. Yep. I either have to increase the average amount that I get per job, or I have to win more jobs. So meaning instead of winning three out of every 10, I got to win five out of every 10 because if i done 200 quotes, that means I won a hundred jobs. And if the average uh, sales conversion rate or the average uh, cost per sale was eight grand, that would then be 800,000. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yep. 100%. So, so, so in order to understand where we are, we, we have to understand where we've come from. Um, And then from there we can start to look at strategic planning and say, well, okay, I'm only winning two out of every ten. Okay, do I have a goatee? Yes, I do, and people generally don't like goatees. Do I have a gold tooth? Yes, I do. Okay, well, people generally don't like gold tooth. So then it's like, do people trust me? So then you may have a trust issue. You may have, uh, you know, you might turn up in thongs. You, you, you know, I don't know. Like people might like the look of your face. I don't know. Um, You know, so you have to look at all of these different things that can then impact the improvement of that number, okay? Yep. Um, and so then once we look at these strategic ways of improving that individual number, what we can then do is we can put a time frame on it and say, well, over the next three months or over the next month, we're going to do this many quotes and we're going to try our best to improve on 20 quotes a month. Yep. So, So what that means is when we're on the job site, and it's like 3 o'clock, and I've got a quote scheduled for 3.45, and I'm like, ah, I'm in the middle of spraying, ah, fuck that, I'm not going out there, you're not going to reach your 20-quote target. And if you know that you're not reaching your 20-quote target, then that means that you're not going to exceed or maintain your quarterly target, yearly target, or bi-yearly target, which is straightforward. Yep. Um, But what ends up happening is we don't put this amount of effort into forward strategic or forward engineering in order to be growth focused or to be um, profitable in our businesses. It just doesn't happen. Um, And so what I firmly believe is um, as I, as I've done it over the, over the years um, I've got uh, every, every year, um, at the end of the year, in December or January, I sit down and I work out what I want to achieve. Yep. So, um, we've discussed so, this in the past. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and it's, yeah. it's 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 critical. Like I'm a big believer of manifestation and uh, and and cosmic energy and all that kind of rubbish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I, and
1: there's I said, nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. if people could, if people can believe that a bloke walked on water why can't i believe that if i ask the universe for something that'll give it to me and you know, I yes. like come yeah. On. Yeah. Um, each each to their own exactly. um, so you know i, I believe that, that manifestation and and visualizing what it is that you want and 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 uh, moving toward that thing is very very important and look hard work and dedication all that crap comes into it but if you're not clear on what you want how do you get what you want
1: well you can't exactly yeah yeah if you're not clear on it um you need to well that's what we we came back to right at the beginning we were talking about planning and goal setting you know so you have to have a clear vision i mean where and once again to not to to sort of hash back too far but where you said you know when you were painting new housing you'd just be trying to pump the jobs out to get it you wouldn't be thinking you, you back then you wouldn't have been setting goals and saying I want to make this and I want to make that and I want to be able to get that new car I wouldn't you know it was just you were stuck in that like I, I think most are they're stuck in that mundane um, existence where they're trying to just survive not actually excel so the majority of, of people out there running businesses are surviving you know they're mm. they're they're making a wage, sometimes a little bit better than a wage. But the majority haven't got the goals forwarded like I know you do. As you said, every January, you sit down, set your targets for the next 12 months,
0: you know, and, yeah. and then
1: engineer so we're it wrong. to work it out. It don't always come off. No, you know I mean? like, no, but at least you're, you're setting those targets and, and saying, This is where I want to be. You're going to have hurdles to jump through, you know, and things to jump through, and all those sorts of things which which happen in business. But you can adjust that end goal through different planning. So, like you said, instead of staying and spraying, you go, I'll oh, bugger it. I'll, I'll go out and do that extra quote because I know I need to get that extra lead or that extra job covered to try and keep that in. Or you might, because something else has fallen over, or jobs aren't ready when you get there to start or whatever it might be. So you need to find other ways and other means of picking up work to, to keep those targets going.
0: Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And, and one thing that is very common in, in our industry is the feast or famine. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and they they either have a feast of, of of work and it's just so much so much, and then all of a sudden it just the the, the it's like turning a light switch, and then all of a sudden it's just it's complete it famine.
1: Off. Yep. The yeah. Tap turns
0: off, and and that's purely because of non like it it it's a lack of strategic planning. Yep. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's economic factors and all the rest of it, but you know part of being able to get up in the morning, sit at your desk at four five a.m. and go, okay, where am I at in relation to this quarter? So, that, as far as I'm concerned, we're, where we are right now in, you know, August 2022, I'm in Q3 quarter three, yep. because you know I go from January to December. Yep. Like, fair enough. You know, the bookkeeper and the accountant might go from you know uh, July the to June or whatever year. it is. Yep. But That's you know, that's the government. I don't give a shit about the government. That's their business. So. Yep. I, I can align myself to four seasons of the year, through January through to December, and know when the year's going to close off. And I've yeah. got a clear, defined start and end date. And I'm in the you know, as of August, we're in the the the, the nearly at the the halfway point into Q3. Yep. Okay. So I've got another you know uh, eight weeks or so, or six weeks or so yeah. left of of Q3, and then I hit Q4. And I know as a painter, Q end of q3 start of q4 is massive because we lead up to december yep and so if i'm not mentally and physically prepared for the for the paint season so to speak right yep. i have all these opportunities at my disposal that i can't take advantage of and then in january and in Q- q1 january february march it's famine yep so i have to strategically plan for when the crops won't grow. Yeah. And yep. and our ancestors have been doing this for, for centuries.
1: Oh, it, it's been that way for as long as I, you know, 30-odd years I've been in the industry. It's been exactly that way. You you know, you, you make your, your money coming into Christmas. You know January you're going to be lucky to even get, you know, work or to keep the guys going, you know, and then you know, February starts to build up heading into the the Easter break and then pre-GST, pre-us having to do all our basses and all that sort of stuff, it used to be absolutely mad come June as well, you know, Mm -hmm. whereas now because the bass is done quarterly, things are done a little bit differently so it doesn't seem to have that same June feast like we used to have going back, you know, uh, back into the 90s so um but now it it just seems to be more constant coming through from your Easter, you know heading through from there
0: well that that's right and and you know if um you know if you if just what i described then if you see it straight away just like that then you start to think to yourself okay so what strategic things can i put in place in q2 and q3 to benefit me in Q4, no different to how the farmer plants his seeds in the right season in order to to, to harvest a crop. And um, a a lot of strategic planning is is very simplistic, but, you know, every industry is different and it it gets adjusted. But it all starts with what do you want to achieve in this financial year? So it's like, oh, I want to go from from 600 grand to 1 million dollars. Okay, great. So, so in January, so closing off December, we did six hundred grand. Okay, fantastic. This financial year, or no, sorry, this, this next year. year, this next calendar year, I want to do a million dollars. I want to hit that seven figure target. All right, fantastic. Well, well, what do you what What are you going to do different? Okay, like, are you going to work for the same builders and have the same problems or are you going to find a different customer source are you going to spend more money on advertising are you going to uh you know i don't know are you going to do 80 hours a week this year
1: where are you you going to find the additional staff to to increase your revenue by 40 percent
0: absolutely and and if and and if you can foresee right that i got to bring on another 400 grand right and my current i have to also allow for maybe losing 20% or 30% of my existing staff for whatever reason, because there's always a churn, there's always a shelf life. Yep. Um, you, have to fa- you have to factor those things in. So it's like, how much am I going to spend on advertising for new staff this year? Yep. How many staff headaches am I prepared to go through this year? Um, what processes am I going to put in place in order to onboard these new people so I can quickly scale to that million? Um, you know, so... You, you then plan out the potential problems that you're going to have in Q's in Q1, Q2, and you've got like a, a plan instead of doing, you know, instead of doing 150 grand each quarter, I'm gonna aim to do,
1: you know, 100 grand a, qu- a month,
0: 250 or grand a quarter, yeah,
1: 250 you're having to do as a minimum if you if you're aiming for that target. That that's right. So
0: it's like, how am I going to manage that? And I can strategically plan and go, okay, well great. So now I've got to pay my bookkeeper extra to keep all that up to date. I gotta do this. I gotta spend more time in the admin. I gotta do this. I gotta quality control, like all these different problems. And so now you as the business owner have to go, okay, great. Now that I've got all of this, I've got this whole new set of problems to solve. Yep. And it's then and then it's up to the business owner that wants this, that wants the and it has the why and, and wants to get out of bed at four AM and And jumpstart the day, it's up to him to then use his wits and his knowledge and his skills to learn, grow, implement, adjust, change to get to what he wants. And then to track and measure each month, each quarter, each, uh, and then compound those. Yep.
1: Um,
0: And sometimes there's setbacks, and those setbacks, um, uh can be good on in hindsight because you have the ability to look back and go well won't won't make that but' make that, that mistake
1: again yeah <laughs> we hear that regularly
0: you know, um, learn
1: from that look we all we all in business we make mistakes you know I mean that's why I think the majority I'm, I'm I can't remember the exact statistics, but the majority of businesses that start up, small businesses that start up fail in the first five years because there hasn't been any planning. There hasn't been any, you know, goal setting, strategic ideas. There haven't been what happens ifs, you know, there hasn't been any of those types of of scenarios. Most people don't think. You know, and this is the big one, I guess, the perfect example, all the builders at the moment that are on those fixed price contracts never thought in a million years that they were going to be in a position where all of a sudden their material costs have tripled or more. Where have they they found that? Where are they going to find that extra money um, just to cover those outgoings that they haven't allowed for? It it happens across all the trades, all businesses, you know, It it makes no difference. Paint. I know paint prices have just gone up again. Yes, they have. Have they been allowed for by the the painters? Have the the builders allowed for it, you know, to suddenly, you know, find that your paint price has jumped again? Bang. Does it mean that you're getting some more money from that builder? Hell no. That builder's on a fixed price from six months, 12 months, two years ago when he signed the contract. And he was working on you painting that place for five grand, you know. Now you're needing six or more just to survive,
0: but he's so not going
1: inter- to come up with any more money for you. You're stuck at doing it for that five grand because that's what he's allowed for you. Here's an interesting take on on
0: uh, rising material costs, right? Yep. Um, paint materials on a repaint. Anywhere between eight to twelve percent with with marginal sum, sundries. Yep. okay? yep. That's about the average. When you do new construction, it goes up between twenty and twenty five percent. Yep. Okay, nearly doubles. Okay, um, and that's not just because of the third coat. It's just because of porosity and, and, and coatings don't spread as far and, and wastage due to due to uh, spray and all the rest of it. Right. Yep. Um, now let's just say. If on average it's and let's just say ten percent on average, right? Yep. And that was a thousand dollars in materials for a ten thousand dollar job. Yes. If we still charge ten thousand dollars and materials went up, you know, let's just say seven, eight percent, which it's not uncommon over the space of a year, let's just yep. say. Yep. Then that same job is now taking eleven percent of materials. Yes. Not ten. Okay. Yep. Now, this is just one example. And then if you compounded labour and things like that, we can easily lose between 1% and 5% just, just across the board from material increases through to, you know, staff, through to fuel, what have you. Yep. So if you're operating on, say, a 10% net profit, your profitability has now been cut in half. Exactly. So if it wasn't worth running your business to begin with, it's now half not worth It's It's, it's not worth it. As, you know what I mean? So you're making even less money. Yeah, um, And so, you know, understanding those things and being able to sit down and once again strategically plan how you're going to do this. So like if let's just say that we only use ultra premium, okay, yeah. hypothetically, Uh, Part of our business plan, or part of our strategic planning over the next twelve months, we set in stone. Oh, we're going to do this many jobs, and we're the best painters in Brisbane, and we're going to only use premium product, and blah 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 blah. blah, Right? Yep. And then halfway through the year, in Q, at the end of Q two, I get a a paint price increase by fifteen and a half percent for whatever reason, which is, which is bullshit. But let's just say that happened. Yep. It's my job as the business owner to understand what that – interpret what that means to me and then, as I interpret what it means to me, make the necessary adjustment in my planning. So if that means, unfortunately, we can no longer supply our customers with ultra-premium product and we have to go to a mid-tier product to maintain the same price point with our customers – because let's face it, everybody wants the same price point even though things go up, yep. it's just a reality, then you have to make that strategic adjustment because you're aware that you are now losing half of your profitability.
1: And that's, that's and so, just, and, and you're talking just one small component of everything, put, put on, add on top of those Used to cost me a hundred bucks to fill my car with fuel. It's now one hundred and fifty. I still do the same amount of kilometres and everything else. So use that analogy as well. That's increased by thirty percent or more.
0: Yeah, like and
1: that's just
0: one. That's that. You're absolutely right. That's just one. So as you're compounding this, and look, you know, if you're working for a builder or you're subcontracting off somebody, and then you say to that person oh you know the price of this has gone up the price of that's gone up the price of this has gone up you know i need to charge more and it's like well we're not prepared to pay more so you can What's either that? Start, you can either put up or shut up yep right now now you can't blame the builder for not passing you know giving you more money like it's not it's not because he's got his own
1: everything and his have gone up as well
0: you know and Everything of his has gone up, and so yeah. everybody's trying to like nobody's getting up in the morning and and trying to you know to rape the painter. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not like oh you know let's wake up in the morning and make life difficult for the painter. Like life's difficult across the board.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: like nobody wakes up in the morning and says, oh you know I'm gonna I'm gonna make Mrs. Jones's life difficult and I'm gonna get paint all over all over her floor just on purpose. You know. It just, it doesn't, doesn't happen. happen. And that that's why, and, uh, and if, if you are across these things and you're saying, well, no, this is not acceptable, this is not, as I said, everybody has a choice and with choices come consequences. So if you're saying to the builder, no, 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 I'm not working for $30 a meter. I want $45 a meter. And if you won't give that to me, I'll sit at home. And all mate's like, fine, sit at home. I'll find somebody else for 30 bucks a meter. You can't blame the builder because you lost money no that's not his fault
1: it's your fault yeah Um, because you didn't have your plan you you didn't have your planning set in place you know if you if you know these things are happening go to the builder in advance and say hey listen this is i'm going to need to to get this extra um the builder's probably going to say no anyway so you look outside okay well if i can't get if if I can't afford to continue to absorb these ongoing costs, I've got to make a new plan. I've got to work out how to plan so as I can actually survive, pay the wages, pay the bills, you know, uh, put food on the table every night and and those sorts of things unless you you actually sit down and work out how you're going to do it um you've got little to no hope if you're just flying by the seat of your pants, good luck, because it only takes one small thing to, to fall the wrong way, and then all of a sudden, bloop, you're gone. You know, that's well, all it takes.
0: And and part of that strategic planning is also related to, um, you know, your, your, um, your company structure and how that's structured and are you a sole trader and liability and, you know and and you don't know what you don't know and and and, you know yes you know like take for instance if you said over the next 12 months right um you know over the next 12 months i can see a lot of builders are going to go under okay um and we predominantly work for builders it's just what we do it's what we've always done i've got a team of four guys and that's it but you know what it really it i i stay up a lot at night because i'm worried that I won't be paid or I'll run out of work. Like, you know, you've got your fears, okay? Yep. So rather than trying to bury those fears so that that, that way, like it's just you like an emu that sticks your head in the sand hoping that, you know, it'll never ter- come, um, why not strategically work to alleviate those fears of saying, well, I'm going to start taking on maybe commercial work or I'm going to start maybe working for a real estate agent or I'm going to start doing X, Y, Z.
1: Insurance work uh, or whatever. Yep.
0: Work. I don't know. You could you could bloody hang Christmas lights for all I care. Yeah. Um, but th- you know that that that's my point. So you start making a strategic plan to lessen your liability because if liability is something that you're worried about, that may be something that you would strategically plan. So by Q by the end of Q two, I need to have a fifty fifty revenue split so that way all my eggs are not in the same basket. Yep. And then. If I don't want to pay my price increase, well, you know, I'll downsize half of my staff and I'll stay in this area. Yep, You've got your exit plan.
1: Yeah. Oh, look, I I, I know that you and I, I mean, we've both learned these lessons the hard way. You know, back in the, the early 2000s, I got, you know, doing builder's work, higher-end builder's work. Um, I had one go a belly up on me, owing me about 50 grand. We had... I think four or five jobs all on the go at the same time, you know. um, But because I'd actually had, you know, the dual parts of the business where we worked in the domestic repaint market as well as the new work, I was able to sustain and had a, a, you know, I was lucky enough that I was able to carry it. You know, you never got, I never got it back, but I was able to survive and didn't lose my home and all of those sorts of things back then. Whereas today, most, I mean, I was lucky, but I had a plan in place, you know, because i diversified my business across different fronts. It made it a lot easier, you know, and where most guys don't have that diversification, it does make a massive difference because, you know, I was able to pump more into uh, my marketing to increase the number of people that I could keep working in the domestic repaint market um, to to keep me alive and keep me going during that time, you know, um, whereas most, you know, had to go to the bank, get more money, make sure, took money out of my house loan, all of those sorts of things to to keep me going, Um, where unless you've got that backup plan that you can actually access those types of things, most guys would end up folding. But so... Yeah. What you just said then
0: was was interesting because you said, you know, I, I spent more money on advertising. I knew that that market or that that customer was 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 done. So then I had to do X, Y, Z to combat that, right? Yep. Now, um, you know, because of the circumstances, you know, you're like you're like a cat getting thrown out the window and you're trying to land on your feet. So yep. you're reactive. Yeah. You're completely reactive. And look. There's times, man, where you are completely reactive, like because all things just we didn't go as planned. Like, yeah. um, you know. But if you can, if you can foresee things and you can plan things, and um, you know, as I said, like if you, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But you know, as you as you go through and you, you you take these hits and you take these knocks, you start to go, oh, okay, well, can't do that. Oh, okay, I can guarantee you, mate. If you were a painter today. There's no way in the world you'd have, you know, you would have your eggs in that those baskets. You would diversify.
1: That's right. Yeah, well, as I um, said, I was lucky I, w- I was diversified. So I, I went predominantly um, repaint and then I went into the new market looking for opportunities and that new market burnt me. You know, I still did then, really well. Oh, look, in, in, in saying that... it. Burnt me on that one particular case. I still worked for a couple of other builders that, yeah, no, it was a different story, you know, um, around the same sort of time. Um, you know, I was running 15 guys. So it wasn't a, you know, so it wasn't a, a a small sort of thing. We did a bit of queue build work. We did, you know, so, you know, I diversified into all different sorts of areas. I actually avoided the commercial side. I didn't want to go down that road. Um you know, didn't do any of the the body corp stuff. Didn't want to get involved in that in that area. You know, but I but I found sticking to that domestic market and then getting into that new domestic market, um, you know, it, it was different. But I put a plan in place to trial in those markets, and yeah, that's I think that that's once again put that plan into place. And you know, if it doesn't work which in that particular case it didn't. I did have a fallback plan. Yeah. You know, I was able to, with my workload, bring some work up. I didn't lose any guys. I was able to keep them working. We just needed to get more volume of, of work in, in that domestic market um, very quickly. You know, well, and that's, that's what it came down to, pumping some more out there to, to get some more in and I don't, I don't think
0: that all builders are crooks.
1: No, uh, no, oh, because look, it, I was getting okay. So I was getting from some of them, you know, I was getting thirty-five dollars a meter floor area from some builders back in the early two thousands. So they certainly yeah. weren't. They wanted high level finish and, and that sort of thing. Guys aren't even getting that today. No, you know, I
0: I, uh, I met with a painter uh, a week ago and he was working. On uh, one of the the majors, thirty bucks a meter, 2.7 ceilings, two point seven uh, ceilings, 1.8 doors, yep. uh, not one point, 2.1s, two point one, the two point one doors. Yep. And mate, it was a big house. He was only getting fifteen bucks a square meter for render, two coat with with weather shield, and a hundred and seventy bucks a drum. I think hundred and fifty bucks yep. a drum for indoor. No, no, sorry, they were using Torbens. No, not weather shield. They were, they were paying one fifty for Endure internally.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and I was just. Just like
1: wow, like you know. Um, you
0: like, well, you know, it, granted, you know, like at 30 bucks a meter, 30 bucks a meter was is better than 27 a couple of years ago, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, True. so like you know, we, we got 26, 27, you know, six, seven years ago, you know, yeah. so it weren't much better back then. And no. fair enough, there's been material increases and this and that, but oh,
1: you know, everything's the, increased.
0: The builders are only paying the 30, 35 now because, well, you know, the material increases and the, and they have to. But the you got to understand the quality control is also is also better. So they're they're expecting oh. a better product.
1: That's and- the, I mean the quality control is a killer. When when you have to go back three four five times for defects, you, you you're losing so much these days to compared to what and- we used to do back in the day.
0: And you know, and, and that that comes down to: Are you going to have the Ecker Wednesday off? Are you going to have the public holiday off? Once and, again, it all comes down to planning. You, <laughs> it comes It comes down to planning, and it comes down to the, the hot stove. Yeah. If you want, if you want the day off, right? Have the day off. No one's yeah. stopping you. No. Like, no one's stopping you having a week off. But you know as well as I do that, oh, that he's not going to give me any more work. Well, yep. you know, so you just so adds to the que- yeah the, the question, question
1: is- the
0: question the the question then becomes, do you work for yourself or do you work for someone who's your pimp? yep yep, and so it's okay to have a pimp. there's plenty of people that have pimps, yep, but it just depends on on what you want,
1: yeah, that's. And that's where it all comes back to that planning and goal setting. That's so, it. yeah, okay. Well, well, I
0: well, think we can end on that, mate. I think that- on
1: that we've we've you know had a good bit of a um, given out a, a a bit of what we've done, what's happened with us, what our thoughts are on that. And uh, thanks again for for catching up, Glenn. It, it's been really good um i look forward to catching up haven't seen you for a little while other than on here you know so it'll be good to uh, see you on thursday really in the flesh i know i know it's been a while you know Dude, I, I even it. had a shave i even oh. had
0: a shave and a haircut
1: i saw that i saw that so you know i was pretty excited you know and you've been going to the gym so that's even more exciting oh right so, look out look out yeah so <laughs> no, well, you take care out there um And we'll see you Thursday. Thanks a lot for everyone listening in. And uh, I hope you get something out of it.
0: See you Thursday. See
1: you, mate. Bye. Bye. The Aussie Painters Network team would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the Painters Podcast. If you have
0: any industry-related topic or would like to just have a chat, remember Aussie Painters Network and Painters Training are here for you. Bye for now.